You are now tuning in to Kickspot with Jidu Park and Mix. And we're back here at the Kickspot. It's been a minute. Well, like, been a like eight months. It's been eight, nine, nine months. months. Yeah, we were telling, yeah. telling Jet that it's been that long. He just kind of <laughs> looked at us really weird. Wait, that's your last episode? Like, yeah. It's been a long year, man. It's been, been busy. Been you busy know? doing yeah. the moving stuff, obviously, different location. That's right. Uh, today. Uh, but uh, it's been crazy. I think we've been busy with work stuff. Uh, you've been modeling uh, recently. I've been looking at your Instagram photo. I, see, everybody looking, everybody looking why, away. Why did you guys look well, we away? All, like we, we're all creeping on that, that uh, modeling gig that you're uh, going through. I'm creeping on it. <laughs> La Mix. Yeah. <laughs> La Mix. I was trying to be like some people over here. Yeah. He's, he's got some influencer vibes now. <laughs> I got a free haircut out of it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, someone hit me up. <laughs> someone hit me up and they're like, hey man, I like your page, come through the shop. I was like, <laughs> I'll make them real for you if you uh if you give me the free haircut. And they're like, deal. Like perfect. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, what is you that know. It? Is that it? Is that it? Yes, this is the this is the haircut. You can shout out yeah. the uh, yeah. shop. Uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Alchemy <laughs> and, and Garden Grove. Did you just get forced to just <laughs> shout it out right now? <laughs> you uh, shout it out? You know, shout out to them. Yeah, but Mix, uh, who do we got? Who do we got today? Who do we have today? We have our very own friend. I don't even know how to introduce this guy. <laughs> a lot of adjectives. There's a lot of adjectives, but... Before the name. Yeah. Dancer extraordinaire. Entrepreneur. Producer. Producer. He's, he's just an entrepreneur. He's artist. all over the place. An artist. He's all over the place. And here we are welcoming Mr. Justin Vias, a.k.a. Just Jet. Welcome to the show, sir. How you guys doing? Yeah, you know, we're good. We're good. Uh, we brought you here to kind of talk about a lot of things. Yeah. Um, cool thing is, like, we're, we're going to get to know you. Uh, our viewers are going to get to know you. Our five viewers. I gotta get to know you. So let's go. But fun fact. Fun fact. What's the fun fact? Fun fact. I had to uh, send uh, Jed this photo of me a uh, long time ago <laughs> when oh, we yeah. were going to Belasco. Oh back my in the day. God. He God. said Belasco. You know, he happened to be there. Oh yeah, yeah. With the I whole, told me. you know, when he was with you know MTV, periodic stuff, whatever. And then uh, answer shortly. Yeah, I, I walked up to him and then I was like, Hey, can I take a photo with you? And he was like, All right. So I take a photo. Fast forward, it's like, what, man, it's been a minute, like 10, 15 years or something. Yeah, something like that. And then uh, I was in the car with them, and I was like, you know, should I tell them? And I, <laughs> and I told them that oh, I took yeah. a picture. Don't hold back. So I, so I sent it to you, and I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, we look so young. Yeah, it was, yeah, those were the days. What was that, 2007, 2008? No. Yeah, some, something like that. Oh, was it? Okay. Damn, that was 12, 13. Kind yeah. of crazy. That, that's uh, looking back at that. Yeah. And but that's a pretty full good full 360 fact. though. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. now we're all the three of us are here. We're hanging out. Still old and mature. <laughs> mature. <Yeah>. Mature. <laughs> mature. 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 But uh cool thing is we got a couple topics to talk about. Yeah, that we're pretty excited to talk about. Um as you, you know, as everyone probably have experienced, uh, we all went through a pretty crazy pandemic a couple years back. Uh, the world was ever changing at that, you know, after that. So a couple people oh Sorry, I shouldn't say it. A lot of people, I felt like, you know, it, it took over some of their mental capacity yeah. at one point. And one of the topics that we wanted to bring up today was uh, the importance of mental health. And, yeah. you know, like, how important is that to talk about? And, you know, Jet here, he's kind enough to share his own experiences with it because I just remember as him and I got closer, he started opening up about just some of the, I wouldn't say issues, but some of the challenges that he had just like personally and how he got through it. And I thought it'd be a really, really cool topic to, to share with a lot of people. Cause I know, you know, people are, I just want to make sure people understand that they're not alone, that people go through these things. And obviously one of the most influential people in my life, these two right here, I felt like you know, you guys can give a lot of, especially you can give a lot of insight through what you went through because you also posted on your social media on how you felt about it. Oh, yeah. So why don't we get started? Um, me and Gino probably will have questions along the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, if we stop you just because we're kind of just curious about certain things that you, you know, that you've gone through. But 
why don't you start off by kind of just like what that process was like, what that experience was like, and yeah, kind of just share your, uh, your experience. I feel like everything changed during the pandemic and I feel like this was something that a lot of people went through. It was a big transition and the, the past three years, this is a long story. I don't know how we can fit this into time span, but it's your show. I'll say that, uh, you know, obviously I was a professional dancer at one point I decided to leave that. And I think that's kind of where the story starts. Um, during the pandemic, uh, everybody in the entertainment world, obviously you guys were, were not in that frame. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're a bit of half, half and half. Yeah. It's like, you can, you can do, you can sing when you want, but you have a job. Yeah. Um, for people in, in the entertainment world, people like me, we were just like, okay, what do we do? So what I did was I, I went to the stock market. I'm going to learn this shit. Cause I don't, I don't, I knew, I knew that the performing arts was the last thing that was going to come back. So it's, it was just like, okay, I'm going to go jump in the stock market. I'm gonna learn this shit, figure it out. So I'm in the stock market. I, I, I got some good gains out of it. And I think it was, uh, it was probably the most money I've made fast in my, in my entire life. Cause I'm used to, I'm used to working per hour, you know, for at, like an, an hourly rate or, um, or for my time or for just like, or a contracted gig or whichever. Uh, Cause that's what we do in the entertainment world. And uh, I'll just make it short. La, the in, when I was in the stock market, I put, I basically put almost everything into AMC. I just knew that she was going to pop. I was in, I was in, I was in AMC at $3. Oh, wow. I can read the charts and the analytics and Straight up, I was like, this, there's no way this shit's going to drop. It went up at like 20, 21, and it dropped down and hit 70. On that day on 70, uh, I was up all, all, across all my accounts. When I say I put almost everything, I put like 70, 80% of my money into that. Oh. I was up 200K in one day. So, but from that, yes, I made, uh, I, I basically, I, you know, I, I took profits, a bit of that, and I, I think I fully took profits at 50. It was still up quite a bit. Now, here's the thing. The thing about the stock market that... Uh, especially someone coming from a creative field, going into this, learning this, this, this totally different uh, scape. Um, it basically, it was like I exited the matrix and then I just, I just, I took the red pill and I was like, oh, this is how things really work. The stock market had all our, basically has all our money attached to it. Everybody's retirement, everybody's uh, pension, all that stuff is attached to the stock market. And it's like it totally broke down the, the, the rules of what I was used to, uh, of you know, working hourly wage and all this stuff. But at the same time, it's like, it's almost a crutch because once you know too much, yeah. that's when things are just start like, questions. you start questioning everything. And I'll be straight, like I saw everything happen. I saw where the money was going to, which, where, where it was moving and all this, how the news affected it, where, which vaccine was uh, gonna be that one. And it became several. And, and during this time frame, like I'm, I, you know, I was, a, I was a dancer in the streets and most of the people that I'm around are, are liberal. Mm -hmm. Most people in the stock market are straight up like moderate, conservative, right-wing conspiracy theorists and everybody was questioning everything. Like I was around, uh, I was in these communities talking with these people who were just, just open about everything. They're cool as fuck. They're some fucking assholes. Don't get me wrong. But it was crazy because it's like a lot of these people who are Trump-loving supporters and like people that, people here in California don't like and I'm just like, these people are cool as fuck. And I was... You know, being a creative coming into this world, it was just like eye-opening to me. And it was just, when I, when I would start asking questions to people in my field, who were in the dance world, who were mostly liberal, even my family, they were just like looking at me crazy. Like, like you know, it's just like, and I was, I, I basically questioned everything. I questioned vaccine efficacy, like all the truths about all the way, all the, all the way, all the things of how the government was, uh, during the pandemic was saying these things to us, trying to tout these things. And I'm just like, wait a minute, but in this, here in the stock market, it's totally different. So it's like, I had people chastising me. I even got canceled in my dance community. You did? I did. I haven't, I, I haven't told the story. This is why, so Migs, you, you saw the surface of what happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this goes, this story dives way deeper than that. And I didn't realize that, that until later that, oh, it's because I was suppressing a lot of these things. And this all started with me having my mind open to this other world and, 
and just just being in the middle because I'm in a I'm in a world full of liberals and I'm in a now I'm like now I'm exposed to the world full of conservatives and conspiracy theorists. And yo, these motherfuckers, all these people in the stock market were right about everything. Three years later, they were right about vaccine efficacy. They were right about uh, like everything about Biden. They were right about all this shit, all the political shit. They were it's and you look at it now, it's just like bro, they were right. Well, it's because they were controlling everything. Exactly. Like you know, like. <laughs> Because we went through the same thing. We started yeah. dabbling in stock. Well, I did. He was dabbling before I, before I was. And you're exactly right as far as, like, questioning, like, almost, like, the status quo and how we were doing things. Yeah. And I started texting him, like, hey, bro, is this really how it is? Like, news, a news can affect how a stock price is going to go up or down. Like in a second, you can or, or an influencer, or, or, or just like influencing. Elon Musk was influencing yeah. a lot of just stuff one too. tweet from Elon. It was like moving Tesla stock, yeah, you know, or whatever he's got his hands on, right. And that's when I, just like you, I started going, "What the fuck is going on?" You know? Yeah. But yeah. Continue. So yeah, I think all of us got exposed to this yeah. world, and that's how. But the thing is, people in the stock market, they already knew, they knew this right. already. Everything was just amplified even to like ten times. Like when Trump said something, like. That's why everybody loved Trump at the time, because everybody was just like, even me, I was just like, damn, Trump is tight. <laughs> like, he would say one thing and a fucking stock would skyrocket. skyrocket. Right. People made a lot of money. People made a lot of money. People yep. made a lot of money in that. And people in the world who were not in that, which is the world I was originally from, they didn't get it. And so it's like, I felt like a, like, I basically felt like a, like an ugly duckling, you know, and I, and I brought this to family, a close family, all of them thought I was crazy. And, you know, that affected me a lot, you know, it's, but I think it's because my eye was open to different things and I saw things differently. So it's, uh, to speed things up, um, about, uh, to speed things up with my story. So there was a video that, uh, I, I put up in 2019. It was me dancing in Africa. I was, uh, this is when I went out to Nigeria and, uh, you know, my page used to look like a fucking straight-up dancer influencer page, right? I had all these videos of me dancing everywhere, doing all this shit. And uh, I had this video I put up in 2019. Uh, I was dancing with these two kids. They just jumped in my video, and they were, just, they were just dancing. And I reposted that video in 2020, in 2020 like l- later that year. And this was the time when reels were just becoming a thing. Yeah. And everybody was reposting their old videos on reels. So I was like, I'm going to repost it. But... Uh, this time that I reposted the video, uh, I was talking about a situation that was happening in Nigeria at the time. What was happening in Nigeria uh, was uh, basically the government hired a paramilitary. They gave them guns and stuff. And then these people started using, abusing their power. They started stealing, like shooting people, whatever. Like. And I, I talked about it because I had a great time in Nigeria. I made a lot of friends. And I was like, yo, like, I had a great time in Nigeria. Um, and, I, and I reposted the video. And uh, I, got, I got a lot of hate for it. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, I reposted this video in, I, from, from 2019, and everybody was loving it. But this time, people were hating on it, saying like, oh, like, oh you're racist, you're, you're a white savior. And I'm just like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> I was just like, this is crazy. And some of the people that were hating on me uh, in 2020, when I reposted that video, or was it 2021? It was 2021, I think. Anyway, time doesn't matter. They were like, they were like hyping my video up in 2019. So I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? So anyways, what had happened was this group, this, uh, this group in the, uh, in the dance world, they were like, they were like, uh, there's like this organization. They were, they were about like social justice and stuff like that. And they basically talked to me. They reached out to me. Hey, we want to talk to you about this video. And I was just like, okay, sure. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had some people tell me like, hey, be careful. Like, I'm like, okay. But, but I was very curious because I just, you know, I'm like, sure. Like, why are people, why, I had to, I, my question was, why are people, hey, like, like, saying these things about me? So I wanted to know. So I get in this video, and it's an IG Live. I don't know if you saw this. Probably. Okay, well, um, it was mostly big in the dance world. Not so much in, like, the outside world. And uh, this video, we went on IG Live, and I got in there. And I'm talking to this girl. I, I, don't, I forgot her name. Uh, and in this time, I had people, uh, like, you can watch the video. You can find it somewhere. It's, some, it's somewhere floating around IG where uh, we're talking. But in that, you don't see the comments rolling. But I, and during that live, I saw all the comments rolling, and people were just, like, talking mad shit. So I get in there, and then people are just talking mad shit, and then I'm getting asked questions by this girl. I'm like, and I asked her, like, yo, so what are we doing here? 
And then she basically just said like, hey, we want to talk about that video. Like, it's problematic. Uh, what you're doing is an example of white saviorism. And I was like, what is that? Like, and I was like, wait a minute. Like, like at that time, I was just like, I was more like, I felt cornered because I had people talking shit. Yeah. I had like her like, and I'm just like, all right, how the fuck do I get out of this? And then she's asking me all these questions about, um, you know, like, like, like questions like, do you believe Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff? And I was just like, is this where it's going? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just yeah. like, so best uh, what I did was, like, I just kept asking her questions because I just knew if I answered yes or no, it would have been bad either way. Because I, from, from, I remember hearing stories about this particular group. Like, they're like, they're like, they bring certain people on and they start making them cry and shit and starting to make them feel guilty for like this color of their skin or whatever. And like, I was just like, I kept asking questions and it came to a point where she was just like, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to finish this video. And I was like, okay, cool. I even asked her like, do you want to be friends? Like at the end of the video. And then like, and then yeah, that can't, that, that and I, I, and yeah. So after that, I was just like, what the hell was that? Cause first of all, like, bitch, I'm fucking Filipino. Like, I'm like, here's the thing. Like I, yeah, like and the idea of white saviorism calling me a white savior, isn't that kind of racist because I'm actually Filipino. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I just came out light skin. I'm a light skin Filipino. My relatives are dark skin. So it doesn't make sense to me that like you call me a white savior. I'm not, first of all, I'm not even white, but I think yeah. the fact is like during that time frame, it's like Asians were considered like on par or they're considered be on par with white people. I don't know. This whole social justice thing, I'll be fucking honest with you. It's just doesn't, it doesn't fucking make sense to me. It was, it became an, uh, uh, during that time frame. it was just, it became a huge thing about like, uh, identity politics. Like, oh, because you're this, you're, you, you deserve, you deserve more of this. Does that make sense? It's just like, it, it, it was almost like, it was just straight up just a, a stronger, the idea of socialism just became so strong during that time. That, uh, yeah, that the idea of identity politics became so strong during that time. And then, you know, here's the thing in that video, I didn't back down. No, I, 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 because for me, it's like, I don't back down to bullshit to whatever I think is, I, I, to whatever I think is, doesn't make sense to me, yeah. you know? And I had, a, and, I, and let me dive deeper into this story about what happened, the aftermath of this and why it, it I think it, my mental health had suffered from it. I was about to ask, but yeah. Go. Okay, so yes, yeah, 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 gonna, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take you guys there. Um, so during that video, when I, when I had, uh, when I talk about how there were people commenting, talking right. mad shit, there are a lot, some of those people were people that I hired, I, I battle with, uh, I've worked with for years in the dance community. Like I've known for like more than 10 years. And I'm just like, like what's going on here? You know? So uh, after that, like I had, and you, I don't think you knew this during the, we, we, we knew it, we, we were hanging out with each other. But I don't think you knew this. And I kind of kept this on the low, but like, dude, I had like, 30 to like 50 DMs of people saying like, oh, you're racist, you're problematic. Like, oh and I was just like, here's the thing, like, I didn't, I was just like, okay, this is crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. like people I didn't really know, whatever, and people, everybody's, the whole dance community was well, you're watching. you also a little bit more magnified than most, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you're a little bit more magnified, so I could see why. So the dance community was looking at me. Correct. Like, but the dance community is always looking at me for some reason. Even when I posted this, it was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, yeah. For some reason, I'm always caught doing, causing some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Ruffling feathers, I don't know, whatever. But anyways, um, 30 to 50 DMs of people, just random people just saying a bunch of shit. And uh, like, you know, that didn't, didn't bother me as much, but it was more so the fact that the people that, um, that I've known for years, the people that I talked about, like they just unfollowed me. They just, you know, they just, they just basically just cut me out. And I'm the type of person, I think you know this, I'm the type of person that values my relationships. Oh, 100%. So it's like when I saw, when I, when, when, I saw how, how people reacted to that. I was just like, I was kind of like, okay, what the hell, you know? And I think what bothered, uh, bothered me even more was, and here's the thing, I think the reason why I, backed down, I didn't back down to that, because there were people in the community who did when these people talked to them. Like people cried and they said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry for being white. I'm sorry for being, I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? Don't be fucking sorry for, for, being, for what skin you're born in, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is the most ridiculous shit ever. But anyways, um, where was I? When I, when in, uh, Coming back to that, I knew I, the reason why I didn't back down is I knew that this shit was just like something that happens now, and this is something that I've 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 come to understand about human nature. Because even dude, like my family, like saw the video and they're like, Justin, why are you talk? Why are you why are you talking to them like that? Like, and I'm just like, like, it's like, and it's almost like it's almost like I, I even fed into it, you know? Like I don't know, I'm I'm still learning and stuff like that, you know? Like, <laughs> you know, like, and, and when I talk about my family. My close family were even chastising me for even being just, just, just like talking to them like that, you know? So I didn't back down. 
So where were you at? Just like, at, so at that point, at this point, yeah. right? Like just, I think mentally, mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually, where were you at? I like, was confused. It's it, it just like so much just coming at you all at once. It seems like, you know, because I, I, I just remember, you know, at Sapa, you'd go out, we'd have a talk and you just like, bro, I just, I don't know. Like you, you had so, it, it just felt like you had so much questions in your head. Yeah. And it's almost like you couldn't really talk to me fully about it. I knew something was going on. It was just like, and then I, I would, I would leave that conversation going, damn, he, he couldn't even put things you couldn't even put things together because I just felt like you were just struggling with so much to make things make sense for yourself. Exactly. I felt like, you know, I, yeah, I makes you you're accurate. I was confused straight up. I was just confused about my position, what I was doing, uh, and um, anyways, let me let me uh, fast yeah, forward yeah, yeah. this and I'll get I'll get yeah. I'll get to this. So this is how I knew it was dumb, like everything, all that that whole thing. Uh, when everything opened up again like 2021-ish, I guess, like I went to an event um, and I just stopped by, you know, like a dance because, you know, that's my community, I'm saying. And then, and one of the dudes that I'd known for years, like maybe a decade, he, and he was one of the dudes who was talking shit to me on the, uh, on the fucking IG live, whatever. He was like, he was like, yo, Jed, all that shit is just internet shit, bro. And he tried to like fake dab me or whatever. And I was just like, whatever, right? I came, uh, I came back to, it was in Vegas, came back to Vegas, uh, this time I judged an event, and uh, maybe, bec- uh, maybe because he saw that I was like, oh, I was in a position of power, he was like, he saw me, and he was like, hey, Jet, uh, I feel this energy from you, and I feel like if you, if you don't want to talk to me, bro, whenever, or whenever you're ready, and I'll start be like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and after that, I was like, you know what, this is whack, this is fucking whack, I'm out, I'm out of fucking dance. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this wishy-washy shit with people that I've known for fucking years. Just fucking just throw me away over some dumb internet shit. Like, I'm, I'm in my 30s, bro. Like, I can't fucking deal with this bullshit anymore. And I, that was that. That was it. I think that that's. I think what fucked me even more was the fact that I knew me not backing down, uh, and just me just like still holding on, and just knowing that I was right about it. Like, and the fact that the people that just tried to that after this whole thing they felt like it was com- it was like the okay now like i think i think another reason why a lot of people a lot of dancers didn't want to associate with me because they were afraid of getting canceled too they didn't want to be a part of that whole uh like oh like you know they, they wanted to be on the side that was winning at the time they didn't want to be a part of the, the losing side and like yeah as i said like once everybody felt like they were in the clear people started crawling back to me and i was like fuck you fuck you i don't want to fucking deal with people like that you know what i'm saying like i value my relationships i don't want to deal with wishy-washy people that kind of fucked me up, you know what I'm saying? I hope you can understand that. And I think it just, and, and what may, what's crazy to me is, uh, as I said, you know, I got chastised by, uh, chastised by friends and family for questioning everything, vaccine efficacy, like, like all this stuff. And it's just like, the very people that I had spent and in time in, uh, that I spent time and money in, because I was part of the dance community for more than like 15, 20 years. You know, it's like mostly liberal, I entered the stock market hanging out with people that, uh, that from early morning till sunset all day, conservatives, right-wing conspiracy theorists, the very people that the liberals hate were the people that supported me. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy to see both sides of this angle. And it's like, I only knew these people for what? Like a short amount of time. These, this was like what? Like a year. It's almost like they understood you. Yeah. And they knew about my situation. It was like, what the fuck? Like they, they saw that video. Like, I don't think you're racist, bro. <laughs> They're like, it's just like, it just, it's just so crazy to me how, how that could work. Cause you know, in the stock market, you know, I, like, as I've said, like I was hyping AMC up. People didn't believe me, but the people that believed me, I made the money. Yeah. So it's like, and then and I look at the people that, that were in my, the dance community that I invested time and money to people. I gave money to them because it was like, you know, I, I threw events and, uh, they take my take take my money, you know. Um, they just straight up just sh- turn their backs on me. So it's it's so crazy to see both sides of that, and that's why I was so confused. It was like, what's going on here? And it took me a while to to really just try to figure it out. And then I think my my mental health suffered even more. Um, well, first of all, also because of me not being able to talk about. I felt like I was suppressed. I because everything I said to the people that are close to me, they were like, like, how dare you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How do you think it affects some person? When you, when you feel like you're, what you truly feel is right is not right in the outer, in the outer environment, you know? 
that makes sense. So, um, and I think it suffered even more um, when I had a, I had broken up with my girlfriend at the time, like, a, like last year. And I left one of my businesses too. And I think, uh, like, I, and I told you, like, uh, you know, like, bro, like, I didn't tell you until later. But I was like, bro, like, I, I, was, I went suicidal. Yeah. But I, I, that was nuts. I think it was because. Um, I didn't believe it at first. Yeah, no one, no one believed me. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was because of that, me ending the relationship, me exiting the business. Uh, and also, and I was also moving at the time. And it was just a lot of things going on. And if, I think what it is, what I had, the feeling that I had was I just felt like I wasn't enough for any of them because I felt like I wasn't good enough. So like, okay, well, I'm also all the feeling I had was I'm like, am I the, am I the problem? Should I just take myself out? Cause usually that's what I've done whenever I, cause I'm also just, I'm also just someone who's very contrarian in general, but I like when it comes to a lot of things, but this, because of the pandemic and because my, my eyes of it were exposed to a whole different world, it became even worse to a point where it was just like, oh shit, like, like, am I the problem? Like, do I need to be here anymore? Like I've usually exited, uh, like I left the group, my group Poriotics, the one, the group that had won ABDC, America's Best Dance Crew in 2012. Like I left because I was just like, okay, I don't, I felt like I was a problem. And I, you know, it's like, it's part like I need to do my own thing, but half also like I, I'm the problem. So maybe I should take myself out. Um, and I think like that mentality got like, it just, it, it just almost exploded to a point where I was just like, okay, I, maybe I, maybe I just have to just, I think I just need to cut it. That's it. And I almost went there. But, you know, there were, I felt like there were some things I still had to do. So those were, that, that's what was keeping me here. Um, yeah, and uh, that's, that's pretty much the story uh, cut short. <laughs> if I could, yeah. You know, it's, it was, uh, that's, and, it got, and then it, it got even worse. I think it would, and of course, you know, I, I've told you how I, I shifted to, to music also. Yeah. And that's another different story. I mean, if you have any questions or you, you want to... Well, yeah. I, I was going to ask, any, any thoughts just like, you know, on the story that we just heard right now? Um, I mean, I think it's... You know, I, I, when, when Migs approached me and, and was like, hey, I think we should talk about this, um, you know, I, had, I have a similar story to that as well, too. Really? That's, that's another reason why I kind of left that whole music thing as well, too, you know? Really? Oh, yeah. Um, it's you know, very similar. Yeah, like I felt like I was getting X'd out with a lot of stuff as well. And mm. uh, you know, I, my identity and like what I was passionate about all right. of a sudden, it was like the hate, um, you know. So, yeah, that, you know, I'm just I'm listening to the story. I'm like, man, this resonates a lot. Really? As well, too. So uh, yeah, because normally he would have questions. If yeah, he I'm just listening the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. So what, what do you think was like the biggest like parallel similarities that both like from hearing Jet's story? that you went through? Well, I think even if people were to, even in Seattle, like people label me as like a, a musician or a singer, you know, right. but I've, I've dabbled in and out of it. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't really made any music in the last like three mm -hmm. or four years. Right. Um, but there was a time where, you know, everything was good back in the day. And then all yeah. of a sudden when I would lose everything, it's like the people and the, the ones that were closest to you back, back in the day, it's like, they're no longer there anymore. They're not supporting you all that stuff and so I did feel lost uh throughout that time and so or like um, as, far, as far as like your mental health like how did how did you overcome like how did what you know, did you have it like you know to be quite honest like um I can't really say that I have overcome it fully mm. um I actually just I talked to my my mom like uh maybe like a couple months ago and she knows I I have like some like suicidal tendencies yeah um and, uh, you know, I've, I've tried. I've tried a bunch of times, actually, like, growing up. Mm. Um, and uh, even my friends have, you know, visited me at the hospital. Like, I was at my last whim. And, uh, you know, when I was watching, like, Good Morning America and, you know, Twitch, the, the whole thing, the, the guy, the news anchor actually read a, um, a statistic, which I thought was interesting. But uh, he said that most people don't actually uh, think about suicide, but they don't actually... Uh, try to attempt it until 11 years later. So that just told me too, like in my life, there was just a lot of mental issues that I was going through and like people around me, like I felt like I wasn't treating them as good as I could have been because of all the mental issues that I had internally. Mm. And then fast forward, it's like, okay, maybe I should end my life. 
you know? So that's when I did try to attempt and, and all that stuff too. But I can't truly say it's like fully 100%. Mm. There are still like doubts that I have. And, uh, you know, my mom tells me I got to go get counseling and obviously mm-hmm. and all that too. And I, I have done like both. But I also ha- struggle with like listening to some of the counselor's information too. <laughs> it's just maybe, it's just really internally just, just me. But Well, let me, let me give you both some statistics when it, in regards to suicide since you guys have kind of, you know, had some thoughts about that. So it's just crazy that, you know, suicide is the second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 14. Those are kids, right? Yeah. And the third leading cause of death among those aged 15 to 24 in the United States. And suicide is the 12th leading cause of death overall in the U.S. Number 12, that's kind of high. So if you guys really look at it, you know, I feel like this issue, one, I feel like this issue has been brought to light a lot more now. Yeah. Uh, especially with social media. Um, I think now seeing a therapist is actually kind of normal now. Yeah. You know, I, I hear a lot of more of my friends and, and family actually are more open to that. It's not a taboo anymore. No. It's not looked down on anymore. So I, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this to light, like kind of knowing both your stories, now realizing again what your story was like at, with, when you were in music, it's pretty much the same. And I think the more we share this, the more we talk about this, you know, hopefully it resonates more with people that it's okay to talk about things that you're going through. Like, right. you're, like you need people beside you to talk about those things, mm-hmm. right? So it doesn't lead to something like a suicidal thought. Yeah. Right? So, no, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys were sharing this. So have you felt like you've, you've completely exited that mindset for you? I think a better answer is... I have things that are keeping me here. I'm very just adamant about just doing. And I don't go there to that, to that state because I'm so focused on making things happen here, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I worry, you know, like, like, you know, here's the thing. Like, I think when Twitch had passed, um, because I, dude, I've known Twitch for, for like, like I, I did, I did step up with him, step up four. That was my first big job with him, but I've known him since like 2008, 2009. I first was around him. We were in the same room together, me and Josh, when Josh was still dancing, Josh from Sampa was still dancing. That's where all of us really like became friends and Twitch was there. And, um, so it was like, yeah, that's like 2008, 2000. And he was, he was known in the community, but like, this was before he did. So you think, so you think he can dance right. before he blew up. So, just seeing how he was as a person till to the end of his decision, it was just, it's just crazy to me. Um, you know, so when you asked that question, the question was, do I, do I still go there? Basically, when Twitch had passed, going back to this, it helped me realize, I know it sucks to say that, but it helped me realize like, oh, this is why I've went, I went there. Because Twitch is somebody as a statistic, is someone who made it. He, or he looked like he made it. He had everything, a beautiful family. Yeah, he, was, sure. he was Ellen's right-hand man. Yeah. And he looked like he was in a good place. And then he just took himself out. And I think what, bu- uh, what bugged me the most, and I think it's, it still fucks me up, is you know, I, put up a, uh, my, I, I put up a note saying how I was su- uh, suicidal. Because pe- I disappeared. People were asking me like, yo, Jet, where are you? What are you doing? What are you, you know? I basically removed, like, if you look at my IG, I removed everything. Like, I just removed, I, it's, I, I felt like first thing for me, I was like, that's not me anymore. I totally just was like, all right, uh, that's not me anymore. I'm going to just remove all this shit. And people were worried about me. And they were wondering, like, what's going on? You know, the thing that about Twitch's death that helped me understand myself was, uh, like, you look at his life, he had, like, his whole life was on social media like you saw everything his family his dancing like all that stuff smile spreader that's his hashtag he had no breathing room you know he had zero breathing room and but i did and you know i posted that note and then like a week later like he he kills himself i felt like i had responsibility because it was just like the timing was just too crazy and i, I have a feeling he read my note and he thought about it 
and just did it because everybody, everybody saw it. The whole dance community saw it. But that's a heavy piece to kind of bring on to yourself, bro. Yeah. I know, yeah, but you, you, should, like, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, but but the reality is, the re- if you look at the reality, mm-hmm. one week later he passes. I, I understand, but I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think taking responsibility. Yeah, right? like you need to put that on yourself. You know, so. Right, but it's 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 what what we call and something I've been understanding is what we call people who are still here. We call it survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, like he could have talked to me about it, but he just did it. And, I, and you know, I, I've had f- three friends prior to him who, com- who committed suicide too, you know? And it's just like, and I think that, that got me more. And that's what got me questioning even more, actually, like, why, why do people do it, you know? And that's another reason why I had to, during that time frame when I was talking about this stuff, I, had, I was trying to find an answer. I was really trying to find an answer, like, why are we here? Why do, why do people do this? Why, uh... Yeah, it, it's it, my question just got bigger, and it just became it got even worse when Twitch had passed, you know. So if you can imagine the kind of uh, that kind of the, the kind of emotions I was going through, and I had a, I was really just trying to fi- I, even after that I was really trying to figure it out. I was just like, you know, I already had three friends who passed, and then Twitch dies. I'm like, where do you think that puts me? You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just like so confusing. But from but, the, but as I said, his whole life was on. Social media, everything was, he was just like, he was there. And it's like, it's crazy because, you know what, I was very, at the time, before that, I was almost kind of like doing the same thing, but he was doing it with his family. Like, I was like, if you saw me, if you saw my page before what it is now, like, I was dancing around. I was like, I was fucking around with people. I was smiling and all, all this shit, you know? And then, and then the reality of it was like, oh, I got, I got canceled for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you look at Twitch, who's just, who, was it was it was like he was and I know knowing Twitch it was just like this is how he was always he was always such like a giving person he was always trying to make everybody happy and for me I was like I was I became I was just like fuck you I'm out mm-hmm. he didn't do that you know he always had to he always had to be uh he had to be on show all day every day I don't know how he was with his family but seeing how he was in social media that's an example of he, he like as I said he had no breathing room I had breathing room and I knew that like even during the pandemic, like being around people that, that live completely different, differently than I, how I do, who are just conservatives, people like, like just stock traders, you know, this, what that taught me was, yo man, like time is more important than money. Cause these people make like 10 K, 1200 K a day, but they just sit there for like six hours, just sniping moves. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, us people, like people in the entertainment world, we have to like, the way we make our money is we have to please people. <laughs> that's how entertainment, I think you know this, it's entertainment. That's exactly how I felt too. And yeah. when you bring up Twitch, like pleasing other people, I felt the same exact way that I was trying to please everybody else, make music that I didn't, wasn't necessarily passionate about, what everybody was telling you to make. This is what pop culture, what's going to make you the most money. And eventually it's like I do it, not even passionate about doing it. And then once I start going my own lane, it's like, why are you doing that? Why are you going to your own lane? Why don't you be like this mold of what we want you to be? And that's when I started losing people too out of my life. And I'm like, dude, I thought you guys like exactly were riding with me the entire time, not because of all the hype that I was getting. Yeah. So, and I mean, Twitch's thing similarly, I feel like he was also giving a lot as well too, when you say that. And then, you know, just everything was just adding up. I, and I think as people who were like artists like me and you, Twitch, it's, it's like we, this is how I know that Twitch capped it. It was like, it was almost like an exclamation mark of this is what happens if you, when you, you just can't be yourself. Because dude, like Twitch, the longest I know him, he was a nerd. Like the way that, the way that the media portrayed him on the day that he passed, he was like, oh, he's like Twitch's right hand man. He was a family man, all this stuff. Twitch was a fucking nerd. He liked comics and Superman and all this shit. Like he was hanging around Asians back in the day. Uh, and you know it was just like he was like token black guy of the dance community yeah and just dope dancer everything but it was just like i look at that of how he really was i look at him now and i'm like completely different person i had and i i have this theory that it's i have this theory about um people that go through these things it's like when you detach yourself from your inner child when you start to detach yourself from your inner child like that's when things can go really bad and i felt like he was so detached from 
his inner child, that that's, that's, that's a probable reason why he took himself out. Because I felt like that's where I was going too. You know, I was so confused uh, during my time and I just felt like I, was, I couldn't be myself. I couldn't talk the way I wanted to, question things. And I felt limited. And I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I was like, I think maybe, maybe I don't need to be here anymore. So I have, I have questions. Yeah. You're obviously at a better place now. Yeah. Right, you're obviously at a better place. So like, what were the things that you did or that you currently are doing that kind of got you back to center? Of your quote unquote, like you said, your inner child, right? Like, because at one point you felt like you were detached from it. So, like, what are you doing today and moving forward, yep. you know, to kind of get you back in place? Straight up, just, uh, you know, the, the note that I wrote, I was like, you know, it was me trying to find an answer. Uh, I had to put it to music. You know, the music was the last thing I've I attempted creatively. I've done everything. I did dance of like, I, I, uh, I've acted, I've done, I do all this stuff already. And I'm just like, okay, well, what else? Because I, I, I know how to make money. No, there's no, that's not hard to do. You know, doing business, that's whatever. So it's like, okay, I can do these things, but then like what's left? So it's like, with the way my brain rationalizes things, I have to rationalize it. So it's like, okay, what's left? Okay, well music, I've, I've been producing for years. I haven't, I haven't attempted it. Let me fucking try it. And, but I think, uh, but the difference between me, maybe, and yourself is that uh, during the time frame is that I don't have anybody telling me like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Like, I, I basically don't have to worry about that. <laughs> you know, like, just like I already have my, I, I can make money any other way. Now it's just like, okay, cool. Now I can, I, have, I actually have the capital to supply whatever I'm doing. And I'm just going to make it work. I'm just going to figure it out. You know, it's, I think the, for the longest time that I've been doing things, like, here's the thing, like me and Jenny, like my sister Jenny, like we had to figure out what, we had to figure things out. Like we came from a, a family that had money mm-hmm. and we lost everything, you know? So and we, dude, we grew up poor. Like me and Jenny, uh, like, like my mom raised us. We were living in, uh, in like our friends, our, my aunts uh, living, like one of her, her rooms for like, like years. And, uh, and like my mom, like basically uh, caught herself up and just tried her best to raise us. We had, we had a pretty shitty childhood. It was good, but it was also pretty shitty. Um, and Jenny, like, my mom couldn't afford clothes for, for me and Jenny. Like, barely enough. And, like, Jenny had to wear all my clothes through grade school, and she got made fun of it. <laughs> made fun of it for it, you know? Or made fun of for it. So, anyways, um, yeah, so it's like me, like, I had to figure it out. Like, I'm constantly figuring it out. Like, me dancing on the fucking street, getting into the industry, getting into movies, like, getting on ABDC. Like, these are things I just had to fucking figure out. Like, me getting in the stock market, I had to figure it out. You know, like, me acting and all this shit, like, I, had to, I just figured it out. I was like, oh, okay. I, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just straight up, I just straight up just, just learn how to fucking do it. I'm gonna fucking learn how to do it. You know, and I, I have a pattern of, of just getting, figuring things out. And I'm just like, okay, let me figure it out. <laughs> like, that's, with music, I'm gonna figure this shit out. And then not, but it's, but as, you, as I said, summarizing this is I don't have, I have the freedom to just do whatever I want at the same time, like figure out what clicks because I don't have a label or I don't have a, someone feeding me like, Hey, you should do it like this. Or we can't feed you. We can't pay you. you know what I'm saying we can't, you, you can't live. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, okay, I have, I have other means of living now. Let me just do this shit and figure it out. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about that then. Like, I know you've been on the grind. Yeah. With, with your music. Yeah. Um, I know you just had a song recently. Yeah. That uh, you released. Yeah. What was it? Like last month. Yeah. A couple months ago. Um, you're about to drop a new one. I'm planning. I'm really. Planning. I'm really trying to stick to the plan like once a month. This is, it's, it's crazy. But uh, like the first track, that was just a track to let people know like I can do this. You know? Fire, by the way. Thanks. I appreciate it. I, it doesn't work. I just, I just know that I knew, I knew this track doesn't work in a, in like an everyday setting. This is something that you work at, like if you play this at a festival or at a club and it goes, like people would be like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so this is like, so as I said, like this is me, I'm going to keep figuring things out with every track that I put out and with the artists I work with. I'm going to figure it out. I'm, you know, can you, it's, can you tell everyone what the name of the track is that you dropped like earlier this month? Uh, Wait, which one? The, this one coming out? Just, no, the one you just dropped. Oh, it was called The Answer. It was, yeah. For me, it was just, it was, this is me just being extremely honest. It was just me just, that was, the, that was me trying to find an answer to everything. But what I've also understood is that you're never going to find an answer. I, lis- I was listening to a podcast recently uh, uh, with, it's an old podcast, and I re-listened to it because I felt like I had to listen to it again. 
Uh, I was with Joe Rogan and uh, Naval Ravikant. Are you guys familiar? Mm-hmm. Naval's the shit. He he's definitely someone that I um I look up to and I read and I, I try to uh, grasp his mentality. But he said something very interesting uh, interesting about questioning. Um, you know, like what's the meaning of life? That was it. What's the meaning of life? I wow. tried to find an answer. Intense. Yeah, and Questions. and his his answer was, you know, what's the me- meaning of life? The only answer is because. Like, why are we here? Because. And then why am I, why do I do this? Because. And it's just like I think maybe the reason, maybe the what I've, especially they talk about this in the podcast, but I've what I've concluded is, uh, and my conclusion is constantly changing, is that you're you're still allowed to question. You know, that's maybe maybe that's it. The more that you can, you're allowed to question, the more that gives you a reason to live. Does that make sense? And when you're not uh, when you're not allowed to question, and you're suppressed, which has happened to me, mm-hmm. that that almost made me not want to be around anymore. You know. That's interesting. Yeah. Do you have any questions for Jay? No, I mean that that's a really good way of looking at life. Yeah. It's not something. I mean, even when you asked when said the question i was trying to think of an answer like what is the purpose of life and all that stuff but that's that's a interesting perspective to yeah. answer it as because what would your answer be i mean just like what jet was saying it's it, it's gonna evolve right mm. um even like when i'm working now it's like i i don't like the mundane task of doing the same thing over and over again yeah. and that's why i question a lot of things mm-hmm. And I think that gets me to more places and more opportunities because I keep questioning it. Bingo. And for some of my, you know, peers that just keep doing the same thing, I always ask them, like, you're probably going to quit the company because you don't know why you're here. You're just doing the same things over and over again. Even when you leave and go to a different company, it's going to be the same thing for you. So you might as well just gain that knowledge and, you know, ask these questions and be upfront with those people and not be afraid to you know, question them or question, you know, what society's like. And I'm curious, you know, as, as someone who's, I felt like you've been in a situation that's way bigger than mine, like way more difficult than mine. You actually went to the hospital and all this. What kept you here? I, uh, you know, I think I had to get away from a lot of the social media. I, I post a lot less. If you look at uh, maybe like from two, three years ago, I was posting like every day. Yeah. Um, I think my last post was maybe like three months ago. Prior to that, it was maybe like three or four months before that as well, too. Mm -hmm. I did also get rid of a lot of stuff like pertain to music and all that. I used to have like the title of me like as like singer and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, And I had to find different outlets like, you know, food um, Mm -hmm. and then just making music on my own. Um, I work with a a team that now, you know, writes, you know, for like K-pop music. So I'm like involved in that. We're writing like music together. So I'm still, I still get to use that creative side. I think I can still add value uh, in that sense. Um, but I just occupy my brain with a lot of things. I, I can't say fully that I'm fully out of it, and that's why I asked you that question. Yeah. Um, but I think mainly that that's the reason why. I'm, I also went back to school a couple mm. days ago. Whoa, okay. So I'm doing like a lot of different things right now just so that I could occupy my brain with a lot of it. And I think if I could truly answer that and figure that out, I mean, that would probably ease my mind a lot more. But I, I can't say that I truly, truly found that answer yet. I think um, this is kind of a common thing with people who are always trying to find an answer. Like, most of the people I know who are intelligent and, like, Twitch was a, a smart dude. He was an intelligent dude. And uh, he, I think he was a truth seeker as well. You know, he questioned things. But it came to a point where his answer was he wanted peace, you know. And I think that's something that maybe be both you and I can yeah. can can uh, vibe with because maybe that's it. It's just, and I think the re- uh, the reason why he he passed and the reason why a lot of people just uh, take themselves there is because they they believe or what we believe that that peace is better than our current reality. Yeah, my mom keeps telling me stop and smell the roses. Yeah, don't pass the roses. It's like you're just your personality is always like that. You just need to relax and just like embrace the moment of what you have right now. Yeah, I. That's tough for me be quite honest because i think the three of us though like i i just felt like we like to take on a lot of things yeah all at once like i know you i know you i personally i think that's also my problem mm-hmm. it's funny because jenny your sister we had a meeting last couple weeks ago she kind of like makes it just seems like you're you like to have your hands on a lot of things when we hone in and she's definitely she's a great help like she's like honing on this 
And as I took that advice, things kind of just started falling into place a little bit. Yeah. But again, you guys are right. Just like what your mom is saying, like sometimes like just stop, relax, breathe, you know, and, and just sit down and just kind of just like have some th- time for yourself. Just have a thought for yourself. You know, yeah. sometimes we forget to do that. You know? Yeah. I, and I think when I look at the situation with Twitch, it's like, I think he, he enjoyed where he was at, but it's like, he, it, he just didn't have, I feel like that, that reality he was in was, wasn't something he was, he wanted to be a part of anymore. Yeah. And that's, I feel, I feel like he could have exited, but it's just like, like you look at his, look at his life and how beautiful it was. And he probably just, right. Like people would kill for that life. Right. Right. Like people you would, would think, yeah, you, you would, would, you would, that's think, you would think, you would think, but I mean, yeah, Ellen made him like an executive producer, mm-hmm. like towards the la- later half of that too. So he's like kind of stuck in that. Yeah, so he just, he's in that mold. Right. Difficult to come out in that. Just, I feel like we just, there's so many things that we didn't know about Twitch, like that. Just internally, I feel like he was suffering from. Yeah. And, and for someone like that, and again, we're we were all shocked, right, when we heard the news, especially most people that are close to him, like yourself. Like, how? Like, big question mark, right? Like, you're living this life. We see you every day. And then we're all of a sudden gone. Right. Crazy to me. Yeah. It's, uh, and it's as, as I've said, it's, it's an example that was set that, you know, what it really is, the, reality, the truth is, maybe that's, it's not what it's all, what it's put up to be. Yeah. It's not what it's put up to be. So what would you say if, if you had to leave, like, you know, like words of wisdom when it comes to like just like mental health in itself, both of you, right? Like what, what would, what would those be? What would those words be? I think, uh, for me, it's just, just keep questioning. Mm, And I think that's it. Just if you, if you feel like you can't question anymore, then maybe you're not in the right place right now. Maybe you need to get out. Um, I think, uh, for me, it's just this. Get out of what sense? Like, you need to get out of the, your current situation. Because at the end of the day, it all comes to choices and decisions, right? So it's like, I think that's why, another reason, another reason why, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring this back. Another reason why, I, like, people, like, this is something I noticed. Because of my friends who had committed suicide, and I noticed that people's, like, mental health has been suffering way even more. Uh, in the Western world, specifically the Western world, um, is that we have too many fucking choices. Yeah. Bro, there's just too much shit fucking going mm. on. Like, makes you mention, like, you know, you have, you're doing a lot of things. Mm. Like, bro, like, it's so, mm. we're, people don't realize that, like, where we're living at is fucking easy. We can just walk down the street, McDonald's is right there. Like, bro, like, when you go to the Philippines, when I was just in the Philippines, like, you don't really, people, people don't fucking got a lot out there. Like, when I was in Chargao, people were, like, living on fucking houses built on sticks. How happy were they? They were fucking happy mm. as fuck. They were like, I was, ride, I, was, I was riding my scooter and I'm just looking at everybody and all the kids were just like, ha- they were like, they look like they're living life. But I think it's because they had less choices to live with. Very little. And I think that's a problem what, what a lot of people have doing and why people are so many, uh, why there's so many people in therapy, there's so many people who are depressed, is that they need to be guided in a way that's going to help them find uh, uh, smaller choices. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, that's why... The, that's what, it re- that's what therapy really is. It's just like, okay, I'm going to give you the tools to help you figure out how to improve your life. It's just simplifying your choices, bringing them down to two. Do I do this or I do that? No, 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 wait, wait. You know, like, do I do, I do or do I do that or that? Like, it's just too much going on, especially with the way we're like, we're on fucking social media and shit. And it's just like, you like scroll and there's like 10 different girls you see. And you're just like, oh my God, I like this. I like this girl. I like this girl. I like this bad bitch. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I am a... Repented, okay? I repented of all those <laughs> sins, okay? Like, baby. <laughs> like, bro, like, this age we're living is just too crazy. You go to the Philippines, and it's like, I'm going to go to Asia every year just to, like, reset right. how yeah, simple it is. Sure. It's just so crazy. Like, I, I, when I got back from the Philippines, I got depressed. I was like, holy fuck. Like, everything, like, it hit me, and everything just got, like, worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so crazy to me. And, you know... Another reason why, another thing that I, I feel like is, has helped me out a lot is like, bro, like, I do fucking mushrooms. Like, I've, I've been eating mushrooms since 2012. Like, here's Somebody the thing. got me into it. Yeah, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, you look, at, you look at what's happening nowadays, how it's just becoming uh, more uh, uh, common. 
But maybe it's because people are just going through so much shit that's like, okay, I'm going to try shrooms. I'm going to try ayahuasca. I'm going to try DMT. I'm going to do all this shit. All this shit is like, this shit has been around forever. Ever. And I think people are coming on to it like, oh, okay, this is actually like not bad. Yeah. The thing about mushrooms, from what I'm un un I've understood about it, is it's, you can get there with meditation, uh, but it's like with mushrooms, it, it basically kicks down the door for you. Does that kind of make sense? Whereas meditation, it's like you have to sit there and you have to think, or not think. You just have to sit there. A lot of people don't, can't do that. It kicked down, it kicked down the wall for me when you had me first try that shit. Like, what the <laughs> hell, bro? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's like, you can do some meditation. So what kind of conversation do we have after that? Bro, it was everything. It was, you took me to a place I've never been before. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's an eye opener. Mm -hmm. But I think what it is is that another reason why a lot of people are scared, I hear this about, uh, I, I get, ask this question a lot like I'm scared and I think the reason why people are, are scared to do it is because they're scared of the truth you know because what what mushrooms does is on my trip specifically yeah you'll have the, like the whole like visual experience and all that that's fun but yo man I'll be honest with you like trips aren't fun for me anymore like it's like I go very introspective and it's just like it's hard for me to be social because I'm like I go through uh all the pains and it helps me sort out everything that's going on in my head like uh the past trips that I had uh, last month, I, I, I went on like two because, you know, I was going through it. I was trying to figure out like the thing with Twitch and, and just trying to figure out like what's going on here. You know, it's, it helped me figure out and helped me sort out like the emotions that, were, that I was feeling. I think that's a problem that we have as men is like we're not really wired to um, talk about our shit, if that makes sense. So mushrooms helped me figure that out and rationalize everything. But I think what it is is in this day and age, we're, it's harder for us to rationalize things because we're taught to like, oh, you're not supposed to do this, you're not supposed to do that, blah, blah, blah. And also like, 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 uh, like the, I would call it the female imperative. Like, it's just like, you know, like it's, we're not allowed to basically be men almost. <laughs> like, it's almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, like you're, you're too masculine. Like I need someone that's like a little effeminate or I need someone that's just, uh, not, maybe if you could be a little bit more non-binary, please. You know, like, <laughs> just like, like I said, too many options, too many genders, too much shit going on. It's just like, like you look at Asia where people think classically and everybody's happier. You know what I'm saying? In the Eastern world, everybody's just happier. In the classical world, uh, classical world where religion is still a thing, where God is still a thing, where uh, cla just classic ways of thinking, people are just happier, straight up. You go to the cities, you go here, like, like where it's like everybody's detached from like the original stories and foundations we were taught. Everybody's unhappy. I think it's very evident about that. Mushrooms have been around for like millennia. They've been around, they've been growing out of shit for however long. Yeah. That's something that to me is a foundation. You know, like and nowadays, like the the plant medicines that that people are doing now, ayahuasca, all that stuff has been around for a while. But now there's like ketamine and all these things that are like human made. That stuff is still not that bad either. You know what I'm saying? So what? I, so basically, what I'm trying to say is, uh, is yeah, it's. I've just become more open to things. You know, when I look at Twitch uh, and I look at the people who commit suicide, like either they, um, they took too much or they just don't do it at all. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. there's like no in between. But for the people that are like mostly in between, it's like people are chill. But there are definitely some people, I've seen some cases where like, you know, like they'll be on an acid and they'll just, they'll go crazy and stuff like that. But that's a different story. <laughs> completely different. Different story. Cause, cause yeah. acid's just like, it's, that's a man-made thing. Yeah. You can go there and get to the good place, but it's a man-made, you know, drug. Um, but, uh, when you look at mushrooms, that shit is all natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah. What about so, you? So, what about you, Jake? So the mor moral of the story yeah, is do mushrooms. <laughs> I just here's all, all the thing, stuff just, that we talked about. It's just like be, it's just more so just being open to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's this. Here's the thing: it's not like weed. Like I think it, yeah. it, you know this. It's a totally different experience than weed. For some people, yeah, yeah. But like and people always uh, attribute like mushrooms to. Oh, I took an edible. I'm like, bro, like edibles are like are like crazy. Like you know what I'm saying? That's 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 a totally different story. Like weed was meant to be smoked. It wasn't meant to be eaten. But now it was, it was manufactured in a way where it was just like, oh, okay, we're we can eat it now. Yeah. But it's just, but it's the way it's dosed is way too crazy. It's just so strong. Mushrooms is just take a bunch, go there, cool. And like your trip is probably gonna be crazy. It's yeah. like people get bad trips and all that, and that's what people are afraid of. But I personally don't think there's any bad trips. I just think that there's a lot of hard truths that you'll that you'll experience when going through the bad trip. Maybe if you're in the wrong setting or with, the, with you're not with the right people, yeah, that'll affect you.
What about you? Any last words, Gene Park? Um, I think the original question was what? <laughs> when we started talking about mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just, it just went there. Um, <laughs> I think it was just how to like cope out of mm-hmm. out of thinking about. Yeah, just like do you guys just like any words of wisdom in regards to this. I don't, like, I don't know if I'm the best for world words of wisdom about this topic, but. Um, well, I mean, you've, you've gotten, I'm saying, I think like, you've had your own experience of, you know, mental health, like. Yeah, originally, Jen mentioned, like, what, why, why are you here, or, like, how did you get out of that, or, or somewhat, and uh, I think, really, it is just trying to figure out your why. And yeah, it, why? In, in long-term ways, and Migs knows this, and a lot of my close friends really know this, but ultimately, I want to open up, like, orphanages around the world. Oh, awesome. And, and if I just keep thinking about that purpose, right? I, I thought being a musician and being like famous and all that would be a way for me to have an easier in to be able to do that kind of stuff, but it actually ruined that focus and hindered me from, from that kind of stuff because my image of like what I look like as an artist was different than the ultimate big picture, yeah. right? And I think in life, if people, even like if you're working somewhere and you're, like I mentioned, like doing the same mundane tasks, figuring out why you're doing that then that'll keep you in the game within work. And then even in life, if you're able to figure out your why, then you're able to kind of, you know, move forward with, with um, a bigger purpose for you. I think that's it. It's just, repur- it's also just, I think it's, it's uh, of course, it's, we, we hear about that, like finding your purpose, but nobody really talks about repurposing your life. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think that's something that, like, that, that purpose can change. Yeah, that's you know? true. That's and true. like, and I think when you're in that, that mind state of, as example with Twitch, where it's just like you're in the, you're stuck in the social standard of marriage and you know the things that people consider like oh the American dream, um, and when you feel like that's bullshit, you can't get out of it. That's when things can be yeah. real rough, and I, I'm and I think you've experienced that, right? The idea, and I think that's another thing that the the idea of the the dream that we're sold is, it's like it's not real. You know, it's like it's it's yeah that's that's something that that's why that's why people another reason why i think people here are so fucked up because like oh i didn't reach that Level. idea yeah idea yeah yeah then yeah. people once they read they reach that idea like okay what's next yeah i think you also realize that you know everybody deals with similar things they just don't really talk about that yeah you know when i straight straight away from like the pop stuff of like what the music was going to be like you you could still make a good living doing the things that you want to so staying in your lane and doing that right and even like with the whole mental health situation like a lot of people don't necessarily talk about it but there is a huge community of people mm-hmm. that that will support you that think it and so if you kind of let people know then there's going to be other people that are going to surround you in, in that sense as well too so i think just being comfortable with who you are don't go with the mold of you've got to you know be a instagram influencer um, and, uh, and I'm joking. Hey, you do what you want, bro. You do what you want. <laughs> do what you want. But I'm just saying, like, you don't have to do the things that pop culture tells you to do right. if you're not happy with that. If you're happy with it, then by all means. But be yourself. It's, yeah, it's, uh, and you notice this about a lot of artists who, um, but it's, it usually happens to artists who make it big and they're just like, okay, I don't want, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, because they already built their fan base, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's different for them because they, they kind of like, they basically suck their dick their way to the top. And now it's like, okay, now I feel like I can, I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> my, my friend, when I went back to Seattle, I don't know if you met Mike Ski. Oh yeah. Dancer. Yeah. So um, I remember just staying at his place and uh, he's like, he listened to my songs. He's like, have you thought about like doing something else? You know? And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, you know, I did that before and I just wasn't happy. So I'm just doing my own shit now. And he was like, you know, that's why I like you. Because you're like, you're centered in your own self now versus like when I met you in college, when you're like doing like all this, th- these other things. And I was like, that, that kind of reassured me a little bit more that even my close friends were telling me, okay, you're safe. You're good to do what you want to do at that point. Yeah. And I think for me, it's just like, you touched on a word that like really resonates. And I think I've used this word like a lot lately is like repurposing. You know, one of my biggest challenges last year was, again, I felt like I was, I, I, I didn't elevate myself enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just, I think I just hold myself to a higher standard for people that know me. And I, I just felt like I was playing roles that I shouldn't be playing, that I felt like I just like, you know, 
the the childhood in me. It's funny you you brought me back when you were talking about that, like your inner child, your inner child, like coming from the Philippines and like living like living in the Philippines and coming here as an immigrant. You know, it, it was such a change. And we talked you talked about the American dream and how that I, ideology. Mm-hmm. As I grew older, I'm going, is that really real? Because I I know what that's supposed to look like. But it, you're right. If if I don't achieve that, it, it's almost like I'm a failure. Right. And I, a lot of people hold on to that and they continue to pursue it as hard as they can. And they, they tend to lose themselves in the pursuit. Yeah. So for me, like I what I realized is I repurpose not only my roles, what I play, what I played with my family as like a brother, a son you know, a friend, like a, a brother-in-law, to my friends, how my colleague sees me on a professional level. As I repurposed those things, I started realizing, I don't give a shit anymore, like what people think. Like, I just need, I just need to know and hone in on what's really key and important to me and, I, and, and what my core values are. Because I felt like I strayed away from that. And that, that's when I, like, it started becoming challenging for me. And I love the fact that the three of us were able to get here today talk about these items because yeah. it, it, it it's funny because the three of us started realizing shit as, as this whole hour was going on like we all like what the fuck oh my god yes and we started pinpointing out i just had a therapy other. session this you entire know, we hour we just had a therapy session for the three <laughs> of nice. us and, and and it was free and at the same time like i'm just talking to my boys and and it's that's what's that's i think what the purpose of what i wanted to do today was for us to shed some light on certain topics like mental health and like you know, growing up, how how do we overcome that shit? Like, and this, it is normal. It is normal. And it's just normal. And, and and this, in all honesty, y'all, hey, hey, be real with me. Did it help? Because it helped me. You know what I mean? It helped me a little bit uh, to talk about and, and open up certain things. And as I was realizing certain things today, I'm going, fuck, I, I, I need to tackle certain things like this today after this talk. You know, so it really helped. At least for me, it did. Good. Yeah. So I appreciate you both motherfuckers. So yes, keep being cute. Likewise, Lamigs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, that is the. Is that, end the, of is that conclu- are we concluding this yeah, great conversation? Gonna, I think you close oh it off, man. God. I think you close it off. Well, I just want to say thank you to both of y'all and to my brother right here. You know, thanks for coming on, um, and you know, to our five listeners, um, <laughs> prepare for the drop. Uh, I, I can't wait to have to show this, like for real. Yeah. You know, this is, this is gonna be good. Good topic. And um, and if any of you. Want to talk with, you know, with me and Gino and then talk about anything, you know, you guys want to come on and just, you know, talk, talk or just have fun with us. You're more than welcome to, you know, we talk about anything. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, we're out. out. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Kickspot.